from the Mercy One Studio. Talking about the things that matter most to you. Today's Catholic Women. Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris McGruder is underwritten by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, a licensed representative of Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa, cindyschulte.com, and Fred Haas. Over 30 years helping injured Iowans recover losses from accidents and work-related injuries. Fred Double D, Haas Double A. Good morning, everybody. This is Julie Nelson here on Catholic Women Now, and we are so delighted you chose to spend some time with us in the next half hour. Today I have a guest co-host. Chris is gone this week. Um, Diane Reinhardt's joining me behind the mic. I'm back. She's I'm back. so excited. Yes, when we're excited. I'm excited to have you with me here. In Yay. The, to the left of me. And uh, we're excited because our guest today is Carrie Schutz Daunt. She has written a book called Undone. Freeing Your Feminine Heart from the Knots of Fear and Shame. And if the name Schutz is uh, familiar to you, her father is um, Dr. Schutz. He runs the John Paul II, that's double capital I, uh, healing center in Tallahassee, Florida. And so she's going to be joining us talking about how we as women can find our authentic femininity in the way God created us and restored us to the way he desired for us to be. So we're very excited. I think this is a very good topic for women. Absolutely. Uh, You know, it sounds kind of heady the way you just described everything, but we're going to get down and get real on this subject. There's some really good stuff to talk about. Well, and as Diane and I were talking yesterday, we were reading through the book and and, you know, you're, you're underlining and you're highlighting and you're nodding. I was nodding my head like mm-hmm. this woman's story. They're a collection of stories of women who have, have gone this journey of untying knots of shame and fear in their life. And I, I'm, I'm reading this. It's like, yes, I didn't realize that about me. It just kind of raises some things of from the subconscious to my awareness. And right. it's, it's good. It's yeah. so good, ladies. And so stay with us on this. And men, you're welcome to listen in, too. It's, 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 Might learn something. Yeah. You know, I could see some of, you know, this maybe pertaining to your life as well mm-hmm. so um it's good it's good so it is good sh- shall we start with prayer absolutely in the name of the father and the son and the holy spirit amen hail mary full of grace the lord is with thee blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb jesus holy mary mother of god pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death amen in the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay, so Diane, I'm going somewhere with you here. I know you're going to be a grandma soon. Oh, gosh, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, next month. We are so excited. First time, right? Yes, yeah. first time. So I thought of you because I was scrolling on Facebook last night, and I came across this website. I don't have it written down, but it, I think it's the Dominican Sisters have put together a on, on all these saints' names mm-hmm. and a little bit about them and their virtue assigned to them. And women who are pregnant are using that to help pick out names for their oh. babies. Couples are doing that, like based on the virtue and kind of like praying about what virtue that maybe oh, God that. is. So I'm going to have to send that to you. And I Please think do. I was thinking about your daughter and your son in law. Maybe they would be interested yeah. in that. Well, they know they're having a boy. So oh, it's public we can, knowledge. Yeah. yeah, we can focus on boy names. But they, they've kind of narrowed it down to a few. And my daughter, I'm sure, has thought about saint names as well, but um, they won't tell us what they've I, narrowed it down to. They're going to keep something a surprise, yes. right? Right. Yeah. yeah these- and then, of course, with COVID, yeah. things are a little bit different. We'll have to wait for a while, but uh, my I heart know. can hold on. That's right. I yeah. know. We, we have to 
roll with these changes a little bit and do the best we can, right? Yeah, well, you're going to be experiencing, not yes. for the first time, but October, yeah. right? Yeah, early yeah. October, so we're excited mm-hmm. too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's an exciting time. Yeah, it's no matter what's time. going on in the world, life keeps happening. Yeah, it, that is really a sign of hope, right? It is hope. It is hope. And I just also, while we're chatting here, want to thank one of our sponsors, Cindy Schulte from Farm Bureau Financial Services. She's been in the insurance industry for 28 years. Her and her team offers a full range of financial services, and she takes time to personally get to know the client. Cindy Schulte, Farm Bureau Financial Services, 515-226-2111. CindySchulte.com. Give her a call. This is Catholic Women Now broadcasting from the Mercy One studio on Iowa Catholic Radio. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we will be speaking with Carrie Daunt, author of the book Undone, Freeing Your Feminine Heart from the Knots of Fear and Shame. So stay with us. Thank you to Mercy College of Health Sciences, downtown Des Moines, for underwriting our show, The Uncommon Good, with me, Bo Bonner. And I'm Bud Marr. A degree from Mercy College provides endless possibilities. Students have access to patients with complex medical conditions, state-of-the-art medical facilities, highly motivated healthcare professionals, and classroom professors that transform them into servant leaders. You can start the programs in fall, spring, or summer. There are endless possibilities available online at mchs.edu slash kwky. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Since 1924, St. Vincent de Paul has been helping those less fortunate work towards self-sufficiency. Last year, St. Vincent de Paul helped over 20,000 individuals with food, clothing, and shelter, while also offering classes in financial literacy, high school completion, career readiness, and prisoner re-entry. SVDPDSM.org, 515-282-8327. Shop, donate, volunteer, serve. This message was brought to you by Homemakers Furniture. Make plans August 3rd for the annual Dowling Catholic Golf Outing at Echo Valley Country Club. Proceeds benefit the Coppola Family Endowment, providing assistance to students who otherwise may not be able to receive a Catholic education. Shotguns start at 7.15 with a boxed lunch, snacks, and beverages on the course. Information on event sponsorships, contact Carolyn at 515-778-9676 and register your foursome online at dowlingcatholic.org slash golf dash outing. The annual Dowling Catholic Golf Outing at Echo Valley Country Club. Welcome back to Catholic Women Now here on Iowa Catholic Radio. We're excited to have today as our guest, Carrie Schutz Daunt. She is a presenter and prayer minister for the John Paul II Healing Center in Tallahassee, Florida. And she's develop, she develops the material for the center's undone women's events. And she's married, has eight children, which I think is Woo-hoo! the real highlight here. But she has written a book or compiled a book of stories, uh, and it's called Undone, subtitled Freeing Your Frem- Feminine Heart from the Knots of Fear and Shame. So, Carrie, we welcome you to Catholic Women Now Coffee Table this morning. Oh, thank you for having me. Well, you know, Diane and I were reading through this book last uh, over the last week, and 
um, we both agreed there, you know, these women's stories, you'll read a, a, a passage and it's like, I'm nodding my head. Oh my gosh, I can understand. I relate or something I didn't realize about myself mm-hmm. comes to the surface and it, it, it's mm-hmm. powerful. This is just a powerful book. I kept thinking when I saw that it was broken down into lots of vignettes, lots of little stories. I thought, oh, I wonder which one is going to speak to me. Every single one. I have, you should see <laughs> the copy of my book, Carrie. It's on the desk here. I have highlights everywhere, and I've got little sticky notes sticking out. I, you know, that's kind of me, though. It's a little, I'm undone. I'm kind of messy. We all are. <laughs> we all are. We're going to talk about that right. today. <laughs> <laughs> well, Carrie, one of the things that, you know, struck out, struck me from the book is how we talk about relationships are being really the core of our security and wholeness and Mm -hmm. um, and when we are fragmented how that destroys or damages part of identity so can you talk a little bit about this shame cycle that kind of gets going in a woman's um, heart yeah absolutely Um, you know one of the things over the years I I love analogies because they help me to really understand, and and a good story, uh, obviously, (laughs) that's compiling all these stories. But, like, one of the things that the the Lord has shown me over the years is that, like, you know how we have these rooms in our house that that are, like, a little bit more presentable for others? And we're like, sure, you can come in here. And and we're, you know, they're they're warm and they're welcoming and they're inviting. But then we have these closets and these junk drawers and places, like, that... (laughs) that we really don't want other people to see like mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't we wouldn't invite them into those yes. places I, I know with having five boys um some of my bathrooms i would prefer people not ever to go into <laughs> shut the door um, yes right and so um so we, there are places in our hearts like in our homes that 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 we feel like are less desirable that we really don't want to show others we want to keep them hidden and so shame as we know you know and the beautiful wonderful cycles that we hear um, every year in, 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 at Mass, you know, that when we read Genesis, we know that, that shame was the result of the fall. It came in, and what happened was is it caused Adam and Eve to hide, and it fragmented their relationship. So in that place, you know, it was their sin that, you know, caused the fall, but it, it was their shame that prevented them from relationship. It was the shame of needing to cover themselves to hide and to uh, veil that which... Um, felt no longer safe um, because there was there was a fragment there. There was there was something that was torn between the two of them in their relationship um, as husband and wife. But it's the same for us. Each of us in in our relationships have places um, in our heart um, in different areas of our lives in different parts of our identity. The book is kind of broken up into these these four essential feminine identities: daughter and sister and bride and mother. And each of us and and all of those places, um, first as a result of, of the fall, but, but then also in the places of our, of our own experience. You know, our parents are, are intended to be our, our models of, of God's love, but they're imperfect as well. I know as a parent, I'm completely, I've, I've given up on a college fund. I've started therapy funds. But <laughs> <laughs> That's not there, a bad idea. Oh, there's some truth in that, I think. There are places, <laughs> right, there's so many places that, you know, we, we miss them or we don't model God to them or... Um, and so there are places in, in each of those identities that we're wounded and hurt, and, and we hide. Mm-hmm. We, we, we're careful to regard our hearts in places, and we're, and we're called to guard our hearts in some regards, but in a place where we're no longer free to be who we are. Well, um, and, and I think there's, a, there's a, the, the fear of vulnerability. I mean, like, like you said, we don't want people to see these parts of us. 
But tell us, vulnerability can be a very beautiful thing. And I think that's something we don't really quite see that way, see it that way. I think we appreciate vulnerability when it's not ourselves that are being vulnerable. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm always so grateful when the one person in the room can say what they're thinking in such a way that um, makes the rest of us drawn into their hearts. You know, like it's it's no longer about how I'm going to perform or present this ideal of who I am, but the depth of it, like their struggles or their hardships. And there's something about it that's so beautiful and so endearing. And to me, it's like sacred ground. It's like I get a glimpse of their heart and I want to go further in. I want to, I'm attracted to it. I'm, I'm compelled to hear and, and, and desire to like, to be close with them. And I, I think so often we're afraid that it is our very brokenness that's going to prevent us from our relationship. Well, don't you think, but do you think some of that is some of the lies we believe, like they may not like me if they see me who I am? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and I share in the book, like a big, a big part of the places in my own personal identity came in at a very young age where I, I really struggled to fit in in school. I had a, um, a learning disability and, um, you know, I, I teased like braces I had to wear for five years because my teeth were so awful and, you know, kinky curly hair. And I remember being picked on by other kids. And so I had this, this, lie that I believe that no one likes me or that no one wants to be my friend and that I'm all alone. And mm-hmm. for so long, I lived in that place of, of afraid to, to enter into relationship, especially with other women. Um, and, and that prevented me from, from really accepting and receiving um, the friendships that God had in store for me when I was able to kind of let down those walls and, and really address some of those lies that the enemy was whispering, just as he whispered to Eve in the garden. You know, I, did God really say? Yeah. I was struck by how many times in the book and these stories of these women that when they found somebody who was another woman who was vulnerable, how drawn they were, and that was part of their journey to untying the knots and fear. Um, that was a very strong theme in many of their 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 stories. But the other thing I was thinking about, Carrie, too, is like, you know, to restore our feminine heart, the feminine genius, as John Paul II talks about, is comes through vulnerability. I mean, we we right. need to be authentic to live those those uh, gifts out that God has given us. And how can we, if we're not going to be open to seeing where we need to have those knots untied, we're holding back. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And there's so much about that vulnerability is remaining open. And when we close, you know, if you think about like a beautiful flower, you know, it is it's it's delicate and it's stunning when it's open and then in that place that that we can we can model that feminine beauty um no one likes a hardened wants to be around a hardened woman you know (laughs) right but yet we all have places in our heart that we we harden because of the pain absolutely you know i agree with that and i also think that what circling back to what you said earlier when we just meet a woman that um for whatever reason, feels like she can be vulnerable and then it opens up everybody else. But I think the ultimate um, portrayal of vulnerability and yes is our Blessed Mother. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm just wondering if you can tie that into uh, our best example. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, she is, you know, the, the, the quote that I use in the beginning of the book is about that it was, it's Mary's obedience. The knot of Eve's disobedience was untied by the obedience of Mary. 
and what the Virgin Eve bound by her unbelief, the Virgin Mary loosed by her faith. And, you know, we, we think about, you know, Mary sometimes is the model of perfection. But as this young, scared girl, um, just really trusting in such a way to enter into this mystery that, that God was inviting her into. And, you know, we see Eve in the garden grasping at this fruit. And, and Mary, with her arms open in receptivity, saying, you know, I, I'm your humble handmaid. Let it be done. And, and, yeah. and just the juxtaposition of, of her openness and her desire to, to do God's will and to accept his, his fatherhood and what he had that was good for her and receive it. You hit on a word. You said humility or humbleness. I think humility is such a virtue that really can open us up to vulnerability and feel safe somehow in that vulnerability by being, um, by asking God to help us to be more humble with ourselves and seeing ourselves like God sees us um, mm. in the humility. But that's not really revered. Yeah. You know, it's just not. The the virtue of humility is not revered in today's world. It's misunderstood. It's misunderstood. It's misunderstood. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, Carrie, yeah. we're going to have to take a little break here. Um, this is Catholic Women Now broadcasting from the Mercy One studio on Iowa Catholic Radio. And when we come back, we're going to have more with Carrie Schutz-Dont on her book, Undone, Untying the Knots of Sheer Fear and Shame. What is the best gift ever? Well, some might say a Catholic education, and I agree. But if you think you can't afford Catholic education, think again. Apply for CTO, and you could receive up to half your tuition for kindergarten through 12th grade. More information is online, ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts of the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics, Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org. Since 1924, St. Vincent de Paul has been helping those less fortunate work towards self-sufficiency. Last year, St. Vincent de Paul helped over 20,000 individuals with food, clothing, and shelter, while also offering classes in financial literacy, high school completion, career readiness, and prisoner re-entry. SVDPDSM.org, 515-282-8327. Shop, donate, volunteer, serve. This message was brought to you by Homemakers Furniture. Make plans August 3rd for the annual Dowling Catholic Golf Outing at Echo Valley Country Club. Proceeds benefit the Coppola Family Endowment, providing assistance to students who otherwise may not be able to receive a Catholic education. Shotguns start at 715 with a boxed lunch, snacks, and beverages on the course. Information on event sponsorships, contact Carolyn at 515-778-9676 and register your foursome online at dowlingcatholic.org slash golf dash outing. The annual Dowling Catholic Golf Outing at Echo Valley Country Club. Welcome back to Catholic Women Now here on Iowa Catholic Radio, where we are speaking today with Carrie Schutz-Dont, author of the book Undone, 
uh, untying the knots in the, of fear and shame and, uh, and um, freeing our feminine heart. So, Carrie, um, as we were going to the break, we were talking about Mary's fiat and her surrender and how she's the, you know, the ultimate Catholic woman to, to follow. And uh, this time we uh, kind of want to go into a little bit about our own personal um, inspirations from the book. And I know, Diane, you had something you were oh, struck well, by. You know, I, I think, first of all, I was struck, as I said earlier, about several points that every single story I was able to uh, relate to in some way. But first of all, the overall theme for me is that I have to be so much more non-self-reliant. You know, I I think Mm -hmm. women today Mm -hmm. were like, okay, well, if I just do this, and I look up this, and I Google this, and (laughs) I research this, everything's going to be okay. Well, we forget putting God in the the driver's seat. I mean, that Mm -hmm. sounds so simple, but it's so hard to do sometimes when you're facing a storm to really just say, okay, your will be done. And and that doesn't mean we sit and not do anything. But I was struck uh, again by the woman who had hemorrhaged for years and years and and was frustrated. Um, Mm -hmm. And when God said, or Jesus said, who touched me? And, and then I thought, wow, can we can we actually give that much to Christ where he stops and says, who touched me? And, and I'm probably not saying this right, but I just remember being struck that if I gave so much to him and so boldly that he stops and says, wait, who who is giving me so much? Because that's all he wants is communion with us. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want perfection. Mm-hmm. He wants communion. If, if someone so with so much faith, so much bold faith was able to make God stop and say, wait, who touched me? You know, that would be both scary and thrilling to to raise my hand and say, I did. That was me. You know, Mm -hmm. just something about that. And and then along that story, and I'll wrap this up. um, She said, if I just touch his clothes, I shall be cured. And I thought, well, we can't touch his garments, but we get to receive his body and blood. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that for some reason just really struck me that we really get to touch him in such a more intimate way. Yeah, I think that's a good point that Jesus is here right mm-hmm. now for us. It's not just a scripture story happened 2,000 years ago. And he desires to restore us. He desires to make us whole. He wants us to be find that ha- that true, authentic happiness in him. Um, Carrie, you know, one of the things that struck me, and this has kind of been my own journey, is body image. And I think it's common for a lot of women. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of lies around that, you know, like if I look this, you know, if I look good or we, we learn at some point in our life that, you know, we're getting attention from, mm-hmm. you know, from how mm-hmm. we look and stuff. And what struck me is the woman who said that she was really struggling with that. And when a, a priest gently said to her, um, are you idolizing my hus- your husband's approval? Mm-hmm. And it, I don't know, you, you probably do this work where you, people and uh, women kind of look at um, false idols in their lives and you always kind of think of that as money or cars but do we really think of that about you know our own selves and our own views relationships and relationships mm-hmm. and some of those the lies that we swallow that if I'm pretty enough I'd be happy if I'm pretty enough you know my you know life will go well or mm-hmm. you know just my husband Absolutely. Will yeah, yeah. I'm and sure we're inundated with it like every image on the, you know, on every social media, on the news, I mean, on the television and movies and magazines, like we're completely saturated yes. with what we think 
femininity should look like. Right. If it has an image, it, it definitely has something to do with body image. So can you explain, we have about two minutes left, just to give you an idea, um, what an inner vow is. That's something new that came into my life a, couple, <laughs> a few years ago. I was like, whoa. Well, yeah, no, that's that's a great question. Um, so in the book, we do talk a lot about wounds and beliefs and vows. And, and, as, and a vow, an inner vow is an agreement that we make about the beliefs, the lies that we've heard. Um, like with the enemy, not like a vow that you make like on your wedding day, which is with God and in front of God, um, but that it, it, it keeps us bound in a fortress of self-protection. So in that place where we say, I will never rely on anyone to help me, it sounds like in that moment where you've been let down so many times that it sounds like a good thing to say. But what happens in that is when authentic people want to come and help you and to love you, you you know you you're not you can't fully receive that help because you've you've made this vow um, to not allow that to happen. And God honors us, like He honors us when we say things like that. And and but He invites us. He also gives us the opportunity to renounce them. To say you know in the name of Jesus, I renounce the vow and and the things that came up um, that have blocked us, that has kept us in this fortress or kept us bound, can be um, uprooted. I think that's such a good point because when we say those things, we think we've made a decision that's for the good for, and we're really just protecting those closets and rooms in our house that we don't want anybody to go into. Well, Carrie, we are bumping up against the clock here. So I want to thank you so much for being here and you're doing some great work at the John Paul II Healing Center.org. If you want to go find some more information about what Carrie's doing there and all the things that are available there, many resources and uh, encourage you to do that. So Carrie, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me, ladies. It was a, it was a privilege and an honor. Thank you. Keep up that good work for Jesus. Thank you. Catholic Women Now is grateful for the support of Mr. Haas, attorney at law. Mr. Haas is dedicated to providing personal and highly responsive legal services to people who have suffered an injury. Mr. Haas is located online at fredhaas.com, Fred double D, Haas double A, 515-256-6301 or 888-338-6535. This is Catholic Women Now, broadcasting from the Mercy One studio. Would you support Iowa Catholic Radio with a $30 a month gift? Donate securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call us at 515-223-1150. The Iowa Catholic Radio Rosary is prayed daily at 5.30 a.m. and 9.30 p.m. and is up next at 9.30 a.m. And let's close with just a brief prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Spirit, amen. Dear Lord Jesus, we invite you into our lives. We invite you into our hearts. Shine forth with the Holy Spirit the areas, the closets, the rooms in our own heart that we need to be opened up and purified and restored and made new through your love and your grace and mercy. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Now go do impossible things for God. Talking about the things that matter most to you. Today's Catholic Women. Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris McGruder is underwritten by Fred Haas. Over 30 years helping injured Iowans recover losses from accidents and work-related injuries. Fred Double D, Haas Double A. And Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, a licensed representative of Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa. CindySchulte.com. Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris McGruder 
every Thursday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. on the radio voice for Catholic women now. 11.50 a.m., 88.5 f.m., and 94.5 f.m. and on the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Iowa Catholic Radio. Radio.